20. La, 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 la. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. are you going to you're going to play the theme music? The theme music already played. So I don't right, need, we, I don't need to sing. Right. We've segued into Okay. It. All right. Welcome to the 23rd episode of All the Books, the official oh, podcast Danny of the David Boy. Hay House Public Library. Sorry. I'm Eric Michaels. Uh, I'm TV's Nick Gunning. Really? No, I haven't been on TV. Someday. Maybe I have. This podcast is your launch. Have I pad. ever? No, I don't think I have. Even public have, access? I don't think so. Have you been on public access TV? No. I'm on YouTube. I, there must be. Do you count YouTube? I'm YouTube's no, Eric Michaels. I don't, I don't count YouTube. No. Oh, okay. Well, we're on YouTube no, now. No, I, I guess I've never been on TV. Okay. Wow. Well, technically, people can watch YouTube on TV. On their TV. So if people listen yeah. to the podcast okay. from yeah. YouTube You're right. on their TV. Then they're seeing our picture on our TV. So thank you, YouTube listeners. Yeah. So, yeah, again, listeners, we're on SoundCloud now. Yeah. So look us up there. Subscribe. Yeah. We're back on iTunes and all your favorite pod-catching apps. Yeah, that's, that's a word, definitely. Um, and we're on YouTube. We, we're now on YouTube. So if you know somebody who's like, podcast? What's that? Oh, I shouldn't have so, said that because so when they pass it to them. Right. Huh. That was like Thurston Howell from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you can share those videos. And it's just the, it's just the radio. It's not like us animating to our, oh, our, but yeah. could it be? Could it be maybe down the road? Like an animated Don't version of it out. Doing yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I guess. Okay. Claymation. Yeah. Listeners, if yeah, you want to make a claymation mm-hmm. video of us just talking, yeah. that'd be great. There'll be a significant cash prize. What? No, it's not true. Oh my gosh, yeah, not no. true. No, 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 no. Don't, don't tell them it's not true. But we... No, no, no. Just say cash prize and then don't tell them it's not true. If they listen to the fine print, they'll know it's not true. <laughs> okay. okay. So big cash prize. Oh my gosh. Fine print. Yep. There's no cash prize. It's not true. <laughs> okay, so here we are again. Yeah, I guess it must be fate. Sorry, 23. I'm quoting Peter yeah. Cetera. And Anything I cool about the number twenty-three? Uh, Michael Jordan's number. Oh, yeah, cool. Hey, uh, basketball player from yesteryear. Oh, you know what? Baseball that's... player, sort of from yesteryear. That's true. White yeah. Sox. Yeah, I had his rookie card. Did you? For White Sox, it yeah. was worth nothing. Yeah, he played with. Um, so oh, was his who time. Was that really? uh, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Yes, he played with You're Bugs right. Bunny. Yep. Yeah. What was Bugs Bunny's num- number? I don't know. He's yeah. number one in my heart. Ugh. I'll tell you that. Here, here's an unpopular opinion. Space Jam is not good. Do you really believe that? Yeah. I think it's one of those things where, like, let's use our nostalgia goggles. Oh, Space uh, Jam is great. And you take them off, and you're like, wow, this wasn't great when we were kids, and it's not great now. I never liked it. I don't that know. Movie. I remember liking it. I mean, Bill Murray's there. You got yeah. the... I don't know. It just know. never clicked with me. It was all about it. I had the merch. I had it seemed the... like there weren't enough Looney Tunes. There's a lot of Looney Tunes. I didn't, I didn't feel it, man. Okay. Well, however, I'm like the only person on earth who likes Looney Tunes back in action. You and Brendan Fraser, yeah. I think, are the only two. Yeah. yeah. I actually He's fallen out of some hard times now, hasn't oh, he? Oh, boy. Actually, speaking of Brendan Fraser yeah. falling on hard times, Tom Cruise kn- yeah. has been cast in the lead for The Mummy. A new and he's mummy. not playing The Mummy, so he's playing, you know, the dashing hero. Yeah. Which... I mean, that's a weird. That's a weird choice for Tom Cruise. Yeah. Well, he maybe he needs like a personal project funded. I guess. Yeah. So that's kind of the thing yeah. big stars do now. Like, all right, I'll be in <laughs> this. True. I'll be in Mission Impossible Five. Tom Cruise in Vanilla Sky Two. Oh boy, yeah. Brendan Fraser did a great job in The Mummy. Oh, The Mummy Three is tough to watch. Well, why'd you have to bring? That? I was trying to compliment Brendan really Fraser. Tough. I know I like Brendan Fraser too, but yeah. man, yeah, that's not. Oh good. well. He did a good job, but I just don't think he had enough to like stay a star. Yeah, if he apparently. ever was a star. And apparently, he didn't have enough to make sound investments and secure his future either. Oh no! Yeah, he's fallen on hard times. So yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is, if 
if you want to come be our third co-host on all the books. Brendan Fraser? Brendan Fraser. Oh, come my gosh. On in. Our, yeah. Probably known mostly for his small cameo in G.I. Joe, yeah. the movie, with Would Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, my gosh. As Cobra. No. Yeah, Cobra. he was Cobra. No. Well, he was like the Cobra commander. No, that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said Brendan Fraser. Oh, my gosh. No. 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 Okay. Um, if Brendan Fraser was here, I mean, we need to stop talking about Brendan Fraser very yeah, quickly. We do. But if he was here as our third co-host, yeah. would that make him the best-looking co-host or the second-best-looking co-host? Time will tell. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because of his aging. Yeah, you don't know. Everybody ages, man. Yeah, you don't know how we're going to age. Yeah. I mean, I have a pretty good guess on how you're going to age. Well. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like how... In, in like cartoons, they yeah. always go to like, let's go find that, that wise owl. And they yeah. go find that owl. And even though it's an old owl, he's still yeah. like a majestic bird of prey. And, and you, you'll be like the skeleton they see propped up. No, outside. I'm the, the owl. Oh, you're the owl. Oh. Okay. All, All right. right. Let's get Sorry. to book news. Let's get to book. No, bookmark. We got to start with bookmark. Oh, yeah. Let's get to bookmark. Let's follow the pattern. You want to start bookmark? You start because okay. I need to remember what I read. Sure. All right. So here's the things that I finished since our last recording. I finished Seconds by Brian Lee O'Malley. So yeah. uh, if you're not familiar with Brian Lee O'Malley, um, O'Malley, oh my gosh, I just pulled an Eric. Um, he wrote the yeah. Scott Pilgrim. If you're not familiar with Star Trek, I mean Star Wars, blah! <laughs> oh, I just pulled a Nick. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, he did write made, Scott made it into a movie with uh, Michael Sarah, but the, the books are great. We have them in YA graphics, so uh, check it out. I to say the movie's not great. The movie's good. I love the movie. Yeah, I love the movie too, but I, I mean the books are... Okay. Anyway. Uh, Lost at Sea is another thing he wrote, and then Seconds is his most recent. And we originally thought this was YA, but after reading yeah. it, all we, the characters we've are learned adults. all his yeah. non-Scott Pilgrim so far has been yeah, not yeah, YA. and more geared for an adult audience. Yeah. Even Scott Pilgrim's kind of borderline. I mean, Scott's in his twenties. That's the whole thing. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I would. I think Eric, you in particular, would actually like this. It's it's hmm. not. It has sort of a almost supernatural element to it, which I wait. Supernatural, the CW show. Yeah. Sorry, Jared. Whatever yeah. I can't. I don't season know thirty, time, so. they're in, right? <laughs> season thirty, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so seconds was good. I also finished just this morning. I finished Prince of Beverly Hills. Good job, man. Which is the Stuart Woods book that I'm reading for book club. So this is uh, Rick Barron. You thinking about Beverly Hills? The song. You want to sing the theme song to Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two? No, I was with singing me? the Weezer Ba-na-na-na, song. Ba-na-na-na. Luke Perry, if you're listening, we'd love to have you as our fourth co-host with us and Brandon Fraser. Uh, Prince of Beverly Hills, set in the 30s in Hollywood, uh-huh. stars Rick Barron. Not yep. so much a mystery, more of a kind of a thriller, but it's mostly just like slice of life Hollywood right. in the 30s. And it, was, it was really good. I was surprised. I don't know how the um, Page Turner's book club is going to like it because it's, uh, it's, it's not so much a mystery. And that's usually what we do. So right. we'll see if people are, how they feel about that. Uh, I wanted to mention, too, coming off of our, our topic last week, which was the uh, Youth Book Awards. I read to my son a book called Super Truck by Stephen Savage, which was one of the uh, Theodore Seuss Geisel Honor books. Uh, this is a picture book about a garbage truck with a secret identity. So okay. he's just going around as a little garbage truck. He's got his horn room glasses, and there's a big snowstorm. And he goes and gets tricked out with a big red snowplow and becomes Super Truck and saves the day. And then he goes back to his everyday life wearing his glasses. So it was a fun book. The pictures are great. It was uh, My son really liked it, so... If you uh, got kids' picture book age, check out Super Truck by Stephen Savage. Uh, then I also finished uh, um, Alex Cross Nine, Big Bad Wolf, which I was reading last week. And it turned out as expected. It was good. The thing with Alex Cross is interesting. 
for me is that it's always he's always dealing with like a special case you know he's right. a he's a psychologist uh, he has his doctorate from john johns hopkins now he's in the fbi uh, so he always has this like weird quirky case that he's working on but i always find that i'm much more interested in just his personal like development so this book i really like i wanted to know more about what was going on in alex cross's life and right. less about the big bad wolf who was ah. the the villain so Looking forward to book 10. I think, I think book like 25 just came out, so I'm yeah. very obviously behind on that, but I'm a fan. Uh, so like I said, I finished Prince of Beverly Hills this morning, so I'm in this weird limbo nexus where I'm not like reading a book. Yeah. And I've got a little time before my next book club book, so I think I can actually choose a book just based on my heart's desire. Oh, that's unfortunate. So I'm excited. Why? Because we were going to start our new little thing. Not yet. Not till next week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, so all I'm reading right it's now not is... not a little thing. Is, no, it's not. <laughs> is a graphic Batman Eternal Volume 3. So uh, we have in the collection Batman Eternal 1, 2, and 3. They're all three thick volumes. Uh, it's a good standalone... What is it? 52 issues, I think? It's a lot of issues. It is a lot. of uh, Just a, a really, yeah. really long Batman it was 50, arc. Yeah, because it was a new issue every week. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's a good story. It's got the Bat family in it. It's got Alfred, Alfred's daughter... Oh, good. Uh, so. Alfred's daughter. I know. Finally. Yeah. Wait, I isn't know. that Batgirl? No, wait. No, Batgirl was his niece in Batman. From that Robin. horrible Man. movie. Yeah. Listeners, Batgirl is not related to Alfred She's in not. any way. She certainly is not. Don't let George Clooney Don't steer let, you wrong. No, or Chris O'Donnell, the 48-year-old teen wonder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, just Batman Eternal. Hey, what's up? I'm Robin the Boy Wonder. So, we have all the things I just mentioned... Most of the things I just mentioned, because we don't have seconds. We have in the collection, so if you're interested, mm-hmm. check out our podcast display, because they will all be there, folks. Eric, what do you got? Uh, I only read one thing. Ooh. I have been, I know. It's a good I've thing been... I went first, then. No, you <laughs> probably should have gone first. I, I've been trying to, I have yeah. stuff to read. I want to finish understand. the first Dresden book. Because yeah, I read that. There was a time where I was halfway done with it, mm-hmm. and then my situation was terrible. And so I never picked it up, and I always connotated that book for yeah. that terrible time. Yeah. But finally, I'm like, I'm just going to finish just this book. Just do it. Yeah. I liked it. You know, it's, it's not the t- type of book that I would typically read, but yeah. it took me some time to get used to the tone because, yeah. in a way, like Dresden and his, his process is all like very, very like normal. Yeah. And then it's like magic, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it can be jarring if you're not used yeah. to that style. But I liked it. We have it in the collection. We have, all, I think, the whole series, and they're, they remain lot, very yeah. popular. Yeah. What's his current one? Aeronauts or something? Oh, Jim, Jim Butcher's? Aeronauts, uh, I'm pretty sure. Something like that. Anyway, we have that too. Yeah. Um, and I want to read Aquaman Volume 4, which you just finished. Oh, yeah, I did finish that. That's the end of Jeff John's run. Oh, what a letdown. Sorry. All right. Uh, but I did read, on a lunch break, Apocalyptic Girl. Pox on this title! <laughs> Apocalyptic Girl. We have that in the adult and graphics. Yeah. Aria for End Times by Andrew McLean. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was fine. Yeah, I read that back when we first got it. It was. It wasn't like amazing or anything. Yeah. But I was, was kind of hoping for like a female-driven Mad Max. Oh, but I guess that's just Mad Max Mad Fury Max, Road. Fury Road. Woo! Sure. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, shout out. All right, that has a lot of Best Picture nominations. Yeah, I mean, not yeah, yeah. just Best Picture, but a lot of nominations. I was actually surprised that it, I was looking at movies the other day and it was like here in stock. I was surprised it wasn't checked out. It, it's so, it gets checked out. Yeah, every, it does. every day though. Uh, we've got it. So. Um, but, I mean, it was fine. It was just weird. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're talking about Apocalyptic Girl now. Yeah, we are. It was just kind of weird. Took it some weird, weird turns. So, but it was fine. Well, while we're on the topic of uh, movies, 
Why don't you talk a little bit about The Revenant? I saw The Revenant. He sure did. I've never read the book, so I can't tell you. I, I don't have the stomach for The Revenant. You so probably don't. Unless, I did not unless you see think it. you can you can sit and watch somebody carve out a horse, remove all the things that are inside a horse, and then climb in mm-hmm. the emptied horse. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you no, do. No, I don't. Okay. I don't think I would want that. Uh, it was good. The opening okay. bear attack. You, uh, it was funny. The opening bear funny? attack wasn't as gruesome as I thought it was going to be, but no. nobody else agrees with me. They're like, huh. man, a bear attack is gruesome. Like, I yeah. guess. Well, I can't imagine. Yeah. Bears are did, bad did news. You, do you feel that it's worthy of all the uh, accolades it's gotten? <sighs> I'm, I'm, I don't know if I should talk about it. So this is it. by the, the screenplay. Was it written by the uh, director of, of Birdman? Did he write and direct the screenplay? There's no way to know. But it is, <laughs> it, it is the director the of Birdman. Response. Okay, the director. Right. Um, so I love Birdman. Right, it's up for best picture. Leo's up for best actor. And you don't feel you're not completely sold. How about that? I'm not. I mean, it was great. Yeah, I like the oh, movie. Even no. though, if you think okay. it, it isn't a movie I traditionally would like because I'm like, well, what was the point? Okay. But it was it was just very well as a technical feat. It's impressive, and it is a good movie. You're like it's two and a half hours long, but you don't really feel it. Oh, that's yeah, um, that's nice. And Leo is really good in it, but it's one of those things where it's he's good at doing the one thing uh, throughout the movie. So I like, saw the the Onion posted a really funny thing that was like Leonardo DiCaprio hopes he like screamed and sobbed enough yes. to win the Academy Award. But it is one of those like <laughs> he is in a he is angry and yeah. he is cold yeah. and he is desperate like the whole movie. Yeah. So like. Yes, he kept that energy for the whole film and everything. That's impressive. <laughs> you saw that with Katura, right? Yeah. Our children's library. Library. Did, what did she she said she'll never be warm again after yeah, seeing that I think our children's librarian <laughs> Katura so said funny. she would never be warm again. Never. It was a cold film. Mm. Um, I just okay. I guess I just want to see more from a character than but people will disagree with me. Yeah. I will be unpopular. He should win yeah. for he should have won for other stuff. Yeah. Well, so apparently the academy this. disagrees with you. So. Well, you know. <laughs> well, we do. We do have the book. We have yeah. it. We have the actual book. We have it in audio, and it's preloaded on all of our nooks. Okay. So, if you're wanting to read the the Revenant before you see the movie or after you see the movie, we've it's got, still we've good. Got options. I still think everyone. Do you think you're going to read the book? No. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Let's not. Let's not well, say no to the future. While we're talking about movies, I saw just last night. My wife and I watched The Irrational Man. Which have you heard of this? No. It's Woody Allen's latest. Oh. Written and directed by Woody Allen, starring Joaquin Phoenix, Emma Stone, Parker Posey. It was really good. So now we're, now we're in all the no, I'm just saying, Woody Allen movies you know, what's podcast. Going on? Yeah. Well, I mean, we only talked one Woody Allen. But. Okay. Uh, Emma Stone was in his last movie, too, which I, I can't remember what that was called. It was her and Colin Firth. But uh, this was a really good, understated Pride and Prejudice? movie. No. Not Would that. you watch Woody Allen's Pride and Prejudice? Yes. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Cool. I love Woody Allen. I know, like, his... I've seen everything that he's done in the last like decade or so, with the exception of Midnight in Paris. Oddly enough, I Which still really have, good, yeah. I still haven't seen that, but I mean, it's been sort of hit and missed. I hated To Roam with Love. Did you see that one? No. I had Alec Baldwin, Woody Allen no. was in it. Not very good, but I've liked a lot of the other stuff. Anyway, The Irrational Man was really good, and I don't think we have it in the collection. Okay. I would suggest it. All right. Nice. Anyway. All right. New York Times bestsellers hit me. All right. So. I'm ready. This is the New York Times bestseller of the week that ends on January 24th. Okay. So ending on January 24th, we've got number 10, The Last Anniversary. Who's that? That is Leanne Moriarty. I don't... Okay. Number 9 is The Revenant. Oh, yeah. Number... Or, yeah, number 8 is The Choice by Nicholas Sparks. Hey, we know him. Number 7, Star Wars The Force Awakens by Alan Dean Foster. Uh, Which we do have, folks, so stop in. And you read it. I did read it. Yeah. 
The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. We have going to read that, man. I don't know. Someday. All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony. I'm I'm more Dewar. interested in that one. January by Audrey Carlin. Oh, that's a new. That, the that Martian by Andrew Andy Weir. Yeah, read that. Rogue Lawyer by John Grisham. Read that. Didn't like it. Girl on the Train. Not yet. Paul my, my wife just finished that, so I think I'm like the only person in my inner circle who has not read that book. Yeah, it's weird that I've read this in your Well, head. I'm just, I'm, now at this point, I'm just holding off until closer to the book club, because i got to lead a discussion on it, so I don't want to do it too early. Ugh. So That explanation got boring and gross so fast. Huh. <laughs> okay. No, I'm kidding. You want to do weird. book news? Is that, that was Girl on the Train is number one? Yeah. Wow. Still. Okay. It's not going anywhere, man. And when that movie not. comes out, forget it. it. Man, if I had written Girl on the Train, I'd own a house. Yeah. I'd own many dogs. You sure would. I'd own a Jurassic Park-themed Jeep. Yeah. I'd own a lot of things. Maybe I'd give some of that money away. Yeah. Maybe not. All right. (laughs) Let's do some book news. All right. Uh, Let's see. So, advance notices coming out April 5th. We have The 14th Colony by Steve Barry. So, this follows his Cotton Malone character. Uh, These are sort of... I, I always think of them as kind of Dan Brown conspiracy Okay. Style books. I haven't read any of them. Uh, there's there's some that have interested me, but I I haven't read them yet. So this is coming out April April fifth. Uh, Steve Barry's The Fourteenth Colony. We have David Baldacci, one of uh, the most popular Baldacci. authors. Yeah, most popular authors here in, in the world. Well, for, with our patrons, definitely. Uh, this is the last mile. This is this is a sequel to uh, Memory Man, which came out a while back. Um, so this is kind of uh, sort of a new series here. Uh, this is coming out April 19th, The Last Mile. David Baldacci follows the character uh, Detective Amos Decker. So if you're a Baldacci fan, and if you're listening to this podcast, I, <laughs> odds are you are. That's uh, coming out soon. Then we have Susan Wittig-Albert, uh, her China Bales. That's the character's name. Uh, it's a mystery series. This is book number 24 called Blood Orange. Uh, China comes to the aid of a nurse who ends up in the hospital. Bum, bum, bum. That's coming out April 5th. Okay. There's a little taste of uh, what we got coming out in April. Yeah. Are you, any of those interest you? I feel like I should try Baldacci again. Wait, do you not read anything by him? No, no. I've I've tried a few times and I just I just don't like it. But I haven't I haven't I guess I haven't tried a recent thing. Memory Man sounded kind of interesting to me. And for a while, TNT had that King and Maxwell show, which is based on his characters. I like the show, so maybe I'll try a King and Maxwell or something. It's one that because it's so popular, I really feel like I should know, but I just. I haven't been able to get into it so far. Right now, I'm so free, though. Maybe I'll give it a shot. I thought you would want to read something that you want to read. Yeah, good point. I'll probably do <laughs> I mean, that. Maybe you, maybe you do want to read. Maybe I do. Maybe I want to read something light and quick, like Star Trek. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got coming out this week? Well, I wanted to mention, it looks like, um, for anyone who noticed, I just found this, there is a list of David Bowie's Top 100 Books oh, list. Yeah, well, actually, we shared that on our All the Books page. Oh, did on we? On Twitter, yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Did you see anything that you agreed with? Uh, I mean, it's not in any order, so... Just, yeah, they're just books. It says 1984. Liked. Which I haven't read. Clockwork something, Orange. Something that seems remedy. In Cold Blood. I mean, a lot of stuff here. So anyways, listeners, go out there, if you want, and find out what David Bowie liked to read in Dig his time. In. Oh, Wonder Boys. That's by Michael Chevron. Anyway, I'm going to stop reading this list. I'm going to give you some book news. <laughs> okay. Uh, these are all the books that are coming out <gasps> January 26th. If this was a drinking game, we'd have to take a drink because you said all the books. Okay. That's oh, a, I have a grape soda downstairs. That's the title of the show. Uh, I'll drink out of my Darth Vader mug. 
I mean, that's not even a mug. That's a chalice. You're drinking out of his, like, scalped head. Okay. All right. That got dark. So, <laughs> what I say? These are all coming out January 26th. You ready? Sure. Yeah, I'm ready. The X by Alifair Burke. Is that... Oh. No. Alifair Burke. Yeah, she has her own series, but we, we've talked about her most recently in conjunction with Mary Higgins Clark with the uh, Under Suspicion series. Yeah, you can, you can tell this publisher is really hoping... Uh, in this breakout standalone novel of suspense in the vein of Gone Girl and Girl on the Train. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good luck, Alifair Burke, yep. but... Uh, Everything right now is yeah. in the vein of that. All right. Uh, <laughs> spider... Oh. Anyway, Spider Game, a Ghostwalker novel by Christine Fien. Oh, yeah. She's also very popular. A lot of her stuff comes in paperback, and they, they fly off the shelf. Yeah, so. this is mass market paperback. She's, yeah, okay. she's got a... She's got a very specific following. All right. Uh, the Swans of Fifth Avenue, a novel. It, it oh, has a deck of ledge. That sounds familiar. Uh, let's see. It's Melanie Benjamin. Oh, well, I spoke too soon. That <laughs> does not sound familiar to me. All right. Uh, we've got The Siren by Kira Cass. She is a YA author. This is a YA book. Okay. Uh, she writes the selection series, but this is not part of the selection series. Oh, standalone. Yeah, I don't know if this is going to be a standalone or a new series. Yep, it says standalone fantasy romance. Hey. Oh, Kaylin, but it's Kaylin, K-A-H-L-E-N. I can't handle that. Is a siren bound to serve the ocean by luring humans to watery graves with her voice, which is deadly to any human who hears it. Spooky. Uh, Akinley is a human, A-K-N, no, A-K-I-N-L-I. Oh, stop it. Is a human. A kind, handsome boy who's everything Kaylin ever dreamed of. Hey. Falling in love puts them both in danger, but Kaylin can't bear to stay away. Will she risk everything to follow her heart? Are they siblings, like in that other YA series? No. The, <laughs> okay. The, oh, I can't remember. The City uh, of m- Mortal Instruments. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, The Siren was previously self-published. This is the brand oh. new edition. Huh. I wonder if she wrote this then before. Yeah, maybe the, it's old. Maybe it's old in there. All right. Running. Here are two big-name authors in different areas of the field. Let's do it. All right. NYPD Ray. Hey. Four. Jimmy P. and Marshall Carp. By James Patterson and Marshall Carp. Yeah. I'm excited about that one. Yeah? It actually, we have it here, but it doesn't, Shh, it doesn't come out. say that. It doesn't come out until the 25th. Sorry, so everybody. We've got it yeah. nestled under lock and key. Yeah. We have guards guarding so it. So you're caught up with this series. Yeah. I am. You. I know. I'm excited. All right. I'm excited to read four. Uh, they're not you... great books, but they're they're very they're very fun. They're very enjoyable. Can you answer me why it's not called NYPD Dead? Uh... All right. Hold on. I know yeah. why. Because NYPD Dead would be about the undead police oh, no. brigade that works in New York. They're uh, like okay. they're, so. You've got a vampire team. You've got a werewolf team. Yes. You've got some zombies, and they Born all on. work. Together oh my gosh. in the NYPD dead section it. of New I York, love it. solving supernatural crimes. Yes, yes, and, and in their most recent case, they got help from a time traveling wizard named Elton. <laughs> he uses time traveling book yeah. to go to NYPD yeah. dead yeah. and solve some undead crimes. Yes. Wow, <laughs> I love it. Phillips, didn't you remember reading about this crime in the future? Of course I did. Brando Sando, quickly. Accessing time book. Not the time book! (laughs) We have to go build the Great Wall of China! (laughs) And scene. All right, so I'm going to go write NYPD Dead right now. Yeah, it's great. If you can just... Trademark, trademark. Copyright. Man, we are just... I know. This is a goldmine. I know. 
someday when we don't have voices anymore because yeah. robots have torn out our vocal cords. Holy mackerel. We'll have to write all this stuff down. Yeah, we will. So. Yep. I don't know why. That's how, it's because how we communicate. Yeah. Oh, don't let the robots know about yeah. our nonverbals. Don't. Yeah, don't We'd let be the in robot. a lot of trouble. <laughs> this hey. is all the books reminding you not to let the robots know about our nonverbal forms of communication. This has been a public service message from all the books. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Uh, speaking of Brando Sando, a robot we that we can trust. Yeah. Brandon Sanderson has a new book, The Bands of Mourning, a Ooh. misborn novel. Wait, mourning with a U? Yes. Uh, I yeah. knew it. <laughs> yeah, that's not, how he gets you. Yeah. He sneaks in there. Oh, Brando yeah, yeah. Sando. Yeah. I've, we, I've caught us up with the Mistborn series. We, did, we only had like book two, and I ordered the rest. So now we have everything. And we'll have this one too, because he's on our standing order list. So we'll definitely get it. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, with the alloy of law and shadows of self, oh, Brandon Sanderson surprised readers with a New York Times bestselling spinoff of his Mistborn books, set after the action of the trilogy in a period corresponding to the late 19th century. Uh, where are you in this trilogy? Uh, have you I read am Mistborn? at the trilogy. You haven't read. <laughs> so have, I haven't did you read, read? I need to read Alloy of Law. I so keep meaning to. You've read Mistborn. Yeah, I've read the first three. Oh, okay. All right. I see. So you finished the trilogy. Yeah, I'm with you. The original trilogy. No, I get it. So there we are. Oh, and we have one nonfiction I thought I'd mention because it, it sounds scary. Oh, 1924. Aha! What do you think it did? Uh, is that the the day the music died? The no, night Chicago died. I mean, all this could be true because it's the year that made Hitler. Ooh, by boy. Peter Ross Range. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, Thanks a lot, 1924. I was going to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm good sorry. job. No, no, say it again. Try it. No, all right. Thanks a lot, 1924. You said it. <laughs> all right. I mean, even this little blurb says the dark story of Adolf Hitler's life in 1924, the year that made a monster. Ooh. Good Lord. Yeah. That is scary that's stuff. Spooky. So, that's spooky. That's some spooky jive. Yeah. So all you Hitler fans, <laughs> here's your, here's your uh, new A book. sentence that I've never heard spoken aloud. Yeah. So. Mein Kampf. That's oh, that's book news. Mein Kampf is hitting shelves yeah, again that's in right. they're, Germany. They're doing a new printing of Mein Kampf yeah. by Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Is that bad book news? I don't know. It's, it's I mean, odd. It's odd book I news. I mean, here you can get it, right? In America, you can get Mein Kampf. Can you? I don't know. I think so. Maybe. And I think you can get, like, all of Stalin and... Okay. All his books and yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. You can get all of uh, Nora Roberts' back catalog, too. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, it's unrelated. I'm just saying everything is published. You can find Right, it. yeah. I mean, so uh, then we should just state that. We, yeah. we are not saying yeah. Nora Roberts and Hitler have anything in common. <laughs> That's true. Wow, no. This is going to be the one podcast we get famous for. People are like, oh, local, local podcast in western New York. Uh, Nora Roberts is going to come down on us she's like an atom bomb. She's going to send, <laughs> send J.D. Robb after us. That's her dark yeah. <laughs> pseudonym. That's her uh, Jack of Spades. Yeah, that is her Jack of Spades persona. Yeah, Jack of Spades by Joyce Carol Oates. Ooh, hey, hey, look at that. Look oh, at that. I, have you picked up her new book yet? No, we haven't gotten it. Our copy hasn't arrived yet. All right. I want to, though. What's it called? Man with No Memory? Man, Man without, without a, memory? a Shadow? Man Without a Shadow. Yeah. Okay. So it's the adult story of Peter Pan. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Because Peter Pan, he, he, he lost his shadow. His shadow. Yeah. yeah Look at that. Joyce Carol Oates trying to use soap to get a shadow on this guy. <laughs> That's what Peter Pan does. Yeah. yeah. Read so a book. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. 
I haven't I, read Peter Pan. I'll tell you, I've I did, seen a lot of Peter Pan I read films. Peter Pan. I read the original Peter Pan, and I enjoyed it. And then they, just in the last, and I guess at this point, it was probably like 10 years ago, the estates of J.M. Barry authorized a new Peter Pan book, like an official sequel oh, yeah, called Peter Pan and Scarlet, and it was terrible. I hated it. I don't know why. It contradicted the original book. It changed things. It was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Wendy's my sister. That's right. So I don't acknowledge it. You know, do you know, maybe we talked about this before, but J.M. Barry just made up the name Wendy, and now it's a thing. Oh. Isn't that weird? Isn't that a weird thing to think about? Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Just like how how I made up the name Strauvinch. <laughs> now everybody's yeah, like, "Hey, come here, Strauvinch." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you gonna name? I guess you already had a kid. Yeah, you've already named him a normal name. Yeah, Strauvinch. So yeah, so. little little Strauvinch. <laughs> so if you're listening, little Strauvinch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Papa. Let's, let's thank get... you for the shout out today. <laughs> wow, that was a good impression. Uh, let's get to the segment. Okay, right. uh, we need a new theme song. It's our author spotlight but, on Nora Roberts. <laughs> no, really. uh, it's time for who's... Oh, wait, no, wait. It's whose first line is it anyway? Yeah, yeah we agonized over the title. Yeah. There's, there's a, couple that, a couple other ones we yeah. thought of. We need but. a theme song, Ben. Yeah, Ben. For whose apparently, line, apparently whose first line is it anyway? Yeah, he caught up now. He caught up yeah, now. Good. Our friend Ben, who wrote our lovely instrumental theme song, yeah. the theme song to the Lonely Hearts Book Club. Yeah. He's out there. He's yeah. got his guitar. Yeah. He's got his roguish good looks. Yeah. He just needs to sit he's just, down. He's just sitting on his couch, right probably guitar in hand, yeah. listening to the That's podcast. Right. Yeah. He probably hears us say, man, we need a, a segment song for our obscure hidden yeah. gems. And he's yeah. like, nope, not going to yeah. do it. <laughs> I've got one, but it's too precious to me to share. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> But anyway, yes. So, whose first line is it anyway? So, what we're going to do here, folks, we've Eric and I have pulled. We each have we've hidden from each other. Yes. So we don't know what the other has. Yeah. Now we pulled some classics off the shelves. Yeah. We're going to share with you and each other the first line and maybe a little bit more if yeah. we need more yeah. of these books. We're going to try to figure out what it is. We're going to you give you a chance to figure out what it is, and then we're just going to talk about. Yeah. This is a good is, first this, line. This is our first this official like game show. I know. Yeah. yeah. Do we, do we have to use, like, game show voices? Sure. Yeah, to? absolutely. Welcome to Whose First Line Is It Anyway? Up first, Eric Mickles. Where, Eric, where are you from? Uh, oh, my gosh. I just, uh, I'm from... That's great. Uh, okay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I was just... Let's turn it over to your first book. All right, cool. Uh, all right, should I just read it then? Yeah, read it. All right, yeah, here I go. Yeah, just go ahead. All right, I guess I'll stop. Yeah. All right, Nick. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm always going to be reading from ch- either a chapter one or a prologue, but probably chapter one, because that's really I'm going chapter first. one, yeah. Because there's, doing... there's intros, there's I'm everything. I'm chapter ones. I'm going to yeah. start out with an easy one, Nick. Okay, all right. All right? Um, and uh, so I guess I'll read, like, the first sentence, because that's, you know, yeah. part of it. And if you can't guess, I guess yeah, I'll just keep I, going. Let me ask you this. When you pick up a new book, how important is the first line to you? Um, probably not as important as okay. it should be. I know there are some people, they'll read the first line. If it doesn't grab them, they'll put it away. And well, when I write, yeah. I like s- stress over yeah. the first line. But when I pick up a book, I mean, if I'm already sold about the concept yeah. and the author or the combination of the two, I'm going to keep going. I think, yeah, I think <clears throat> if it's a book that, that I know something about or it's like one that I've heard mm-hmm. about and I want to read it and I pick it up and it doesn't have a weak, if, if it has a weak first line, I'm not going to be like, no, forget it. Right. But the opposite of that is if there's a book that I'm not, I'm like, oh, maybe what is this? And, I, yeah. and it has a really strong first line, yeah. then, I, then I probably would right. do it, you know. Well, let's see what these classics okay. are done. Ready? All right. All right. In the ancient city of London, Ooh. remember, these are classics, folks. So yeah. these aren't like, we're not saying these are the cool, hip, new stuff. Right. We pulled this off our reading list, a That's lot right. of them. Mm-hmm. 
In the ancient city of London, on a certain autumn day in the second quarter of the 16th century, a hmm. boy was born to a poor family of the name of Canty, who did not want him. That's the first line. Hmm. One, are you sold? And two, what is the book? Listeners, phone in. I'm, I'm just not, kidding. Yeah. Please don't phone in. Yeah, we'll take a minute before we say what it is. I don't know. I'm not too sold on the opening line. Do you like it? Uh, I probably would keep reading. Would you? Yeah, I think you're going to get it on the second line. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Uh, on the same day, another English child was oh, born to a rich family uh-oh. of the name of Tudor who did want him. Let me ask you this. In this scenario, is it the best of times and also the worst of times? No. Is it about a prince and a pauper? Yes. Okay. So there you go, listeners. All right. Game over. So it's Mark Twain's... Have you read A Prince and a Pauper? I read the... Illustrated classic. Illustrated classic yes. version. I've seen the Mickey Mouse version. Actually, yes, me too. <laughs> I love that Mickey yeah. Mouse version. This is actually shorter than I always think it is. Yeah. Well, Charles Dickens, I mean, oh, Mark, wait, this is Mark, Mark Twain. Twain yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I might read it anyway. Okay. I, have you read Mark Twain? Yeah. I, well, okay. I listened to an audiobook oh. of Huckleberry <laughs> Finn. Yikes. The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. You want to do that with the windows rolled up. Probably. I listened to it. It was uh, Elijah Wood okay. reading it. Nice. From, yeah. from Back to the Future, yeah. Elijah Wood. Back to the Future Part 2. Yeah, that's, that's what he's known from. <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought it'd be cool because I was like, oh, Elijah Wood, he was in the movie that I liked as a kid. Uh-huh. Whew. One, it is boring okay. as all get out. Huh. I, I know Ernest Hemingway was like, oh, it be- all fiction begins and ends with Huckleberry. Huckleberry. Ernest Hemingway must have been a racist. <laughs> <laughs> And, and besides the besides the blatant racism, it is also just kind of boring. I don't really know what it's trying to say. Okay. And it ends, and it's like none of what I did mattered. Great. So, I've, I've of course seen the movie Tom and Huck with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Brad yeah, Renfro. Yeah, right. That's that's classic. So maybe it would have been better if I had JTT. No, he was Tom Sawyer. Yeah, he was Tom Sawyer. Who was Huck Finn in that Brad movie? Brad Renfro. Ren, Renfro. Renfro. I don't know. Yeah. But that that was him. Neither one of them are stars. Any stars in it now? Like anybody? I don't no. think so. Yeah. Megan Fox played Becky. Just kidding. I made that up. It's not true. <laughs> All right. Might be true. All right. I don't know. Why, why don't you see if you can stump me? You won't be okay. able to because I am well, I have, an I have encyclopedia of first lines. Sure. Okay. So this is, um, I have a couple that are so easy, but I like them, so I brought them All right. Away. Yeah. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an easy one because I think right. this is one that we've both read. All right. So don't peek. All right. Welcome to... Whose first line is it anyway? I'm your host, Eric Mickles. Let's meet our contestant, Nick Gunning. Hi, hi, Eric. Hi, Nick. Hi. Are you a big fan of the show? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I never, I never missed the show. All right, great. Anyone here in the audience with you? Uh, yeah. Uh, my wife Dorothy is in the front row all right, there. All yep. right. Dorothy. Hi, honey. Dorothy, is it true? Does he miss? Does he miss this show? Oh, Dorothy. What, what does she say? We don't what have a mic say? up there. It's oh, okay. Fine. All, right. all right. I love you too. All right, Nick. Why don't you give us a, your first line? Uh, oh, okay. I'd be glad to. The time traveler, for so it will be convenient to speak of him, was expounding of recondite matter to us. His gray eyes shone and twinkled, and his usually pale face was flushed and animated. Do I just guess it right now? Do you, does you, do you recognize it? Yeah, I know what it is. I've read this book. Yeah. What is it? Uh, listeners. Do you know? Have you guessed? Do you know? It's really easy. It's by H.G. Wells. It is by H.G. Wells. It's the time Mysterious. Machine. No, just kidding. Yeah. Mysterious <laughs> Island. That's <laughs> Jules, Jules, Jules Verne. I know. Ugh, you're like I Star know. Wars and Star Trek and all oh, over again. No. You know what? 
we were just talking yesterday about a bit we cut really early on where we were going to do book sequels, and we did a whole really long Yes, bit. listeners, our pilot episode, <laughs> our first episode... Was much we, longer. It, we went for about 20 minutes. Yeah. We, we had this segment where yeah. we were going to come up with sequels to books that yeah. have never gotten sequels. So right. we chose... 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. 20,000 Leagues Under the Jules Sea. Jules Verne Classic. We went about like 10 minutes yeah. coming up with where our characters were, what yeah. was going to be happening, and then we realized Nick researched it and found out that one uh mysterious island is a sequel <laughs> right <laughs> to twenty thousand leagues under the sea so and there's other <laughs> there's short many, stories yeah many others other so spin-offs just, and everything yeah we never went back to that so we never went back to that segment All right. the time machine D- did you like the time machine by hg wells uh it was fine yeah i wasn't I have other H. G. wells books i like yeah, I don't like the the weird future with the little like pink pig people. I always thought it was so strange. <laughs> yeah, it was such a strange. Did you ever see that movie go. with a? Oh uh, yeah, I know what you mean. The Seven Up guy. Yeah, and some yeah, other yeah. guy. Orlando Jones. Orlando uh, Jones. Yeah, thank it was you. Like the Oracle. Yeah, yeah, it was creepy. Did you like it? I it creeped me out. I almost saw it. Yeah, you never seen it? No. It's it's worth watching. Yeah, but it's weird. I mean, it's a it's a he does interesting things with yeah. that. Let's say that. I'm gonna read a little bit more. From the book? Yeah. Oh, all right. I guess we're just reading no, classics just, now. No, I didn't get that into it. The fire burned brightly, and the soft radiance of the incandescent lights and the lilies of silver caught the bubbles that flashed and passed in our glasses. I don't know. Not now, really dragging me in. All that bubble talk is really it's making a lot of me want talk. that grape soda I got downstairs. Oh, yeah, but it's all the way downstairs. Ugh. All right. So that was The Time Machine. By H.G. Wells. What's oh. his name? Herbert? Yeah. Herbert. I can't remember. George, let's say. Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert. Herbert Gilbert Wells. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds right. So, all right, right, you want me to read my second one? Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. All right. I know it's paperback. Uh, (laughs) Our listeners don't. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's the third chapter. That would be. We should read the last line. No. We should have a whose last line. No. Spoilers. Yeah. We'll just. We'll only do like big popular things. Yeah. Like girl on a train's last line. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Ready? Listeners, are you ready? They're ready. Yeah, they're ready. Okay. Tell me that they're ready. Uh, All right. First chapter. I do not propose to add anything to what has already been written concerning the loss of the Lady Vane. Hmm. And first line. Mm. One, do you know what it is? I Two, don't. would you keep reading? I don't know what it is, but yes, I would keep reading. I like Should that. I keep reading? Yeah, do it. Give me a little As bit. everyone knows, she collided with a del- uh, derelict when ten days out from Calio. Or Cal- Calo. Mm. Whatever. Give me a little more. The long boat with seven of the crew was picked up 18 days after by H.M. Gunboat Myrtle, and the story of the privatations has become almost as well-known as the far more terrible Medusa case. Hmm. I don't know what it is. This is the first line of The Island of Dr. Moreau. Moreau. By H.G. Wells. Hey, we both chosen H.G. Wells. Yeah. But different H.G. Wells. Yeah. That's This fun. one, I love. No, I, I love this story. That. I have read this book. Have you seen the crazy version with uh, Val Kilmer and Marlon Brando? No. Okay. I heard it is horrible. <laughs> I'm sure Marlon it is. Brando is... Uh, Dr. Moreau. Yeah. Yeah. That was like late Marlon Brando, yeah. where he's like yeah. crazy town. Yeah. He's just yeah. a big man, we yeah. can say. Yeah, he's a big guy. He, he kind of went the, the way of, a, of a, crazy, the director. I always confuse with H.G. Wells. Or no, George Orwell. I always confuse him. Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Yeah. Okay. Marlon Brando kind of went Orson Welles okay. later in life. Interesting. Did he show up in a Muppet movie as his last film? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. No. What was his last film? Was it Superman? Did he do anything else besides Superman? Marlon Brando? 
Yeah. You just said a movie he did in the 90s. Oh, that was after that. Okay. All right. Superman was in the 70s. Well, I know it was in the 70s. I didn't know when Do- Dr. Moreau was. Oh, yeah. That's the 90s. Oh, okay. He also did some... He, he was in the score with Robert De Niro. That's and, right. That's right. Uh, okay. Th- Second Hulk. Okay. Whose name I can't remember. Second uh, Hulk. Ed Norton. Ed Norton. Okay. Thank you. I love it. Um, I was going to say something about Island Dr. Moreau. Okay. Uh, I really like it. It's probably my favorite H.G. Wells story. Okay. Well, so, maybe I'll read it. Yeah. We got it. It's cool. I did All see right. the Batman animated series where Batman has to go rescue Catwoman from a Dr. Moreau-like uh, villain uh, who turns Catwoman into a literal Catwoman. Crazy. Makes her look like I a cheetah. Yeah. And she meets this, uh, this like, panther guy named Tigra or Tiger or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Batman says the poem, Tiger burning in the night. or yeah, Tiger yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we just got, uh, we just added Lois and Clark to our DVD yeah, collection. First season. And H.G. Uh, Wells is a recurring character on Lois and Clark, and I loved those episodes. Wait. Have you ever seen an H.G. Wells episode? I only watched it enough as a kid, I wouldn't have known if oh, I had seen it. Oh, they're great. You remember Tempest, the villain Tempest on Lois and Clark? I don't remember anything about it. Oh I just remember gosh. one episode where somebody had a squirt gun, this and is, one episode where this is the Daily me. Planet was being held hostage. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Jimmy, That's a great episode. Jimmy sees. Yeah. Is that the episode, yeah, the first time where Jimmy sees that Clark is Superman? No. Oh. That never happens. Oh. Sorry. Jimmy's the only one who's not. Like, Jimmy's cut in the story room in that. Oh. So he's the only one who can save them. Anyway, H.G. Wells is in Lois and Clark, and we have Lois and Clark in the collection. (laughs) All right, so for my next book here, uh, one, I've just returned from a visit to my landlord, the solitary neighbor that I shall be troubled with. End of first line. Huh. I'll give you more. Okay. This is certainly a beautiful country. In all England, I do not believe that I could have fixed on a situation so completely removed from the stir of society. A perfect misanthropic heaven. And here's where it's going to give it away. Mr. Heathcliff and I are such a suitable pair to divide the desolation between us. A capital fellow. No? I don't, I don't know. What? Oh, it's, it's Wuthering Heights. Oh. Wuthering Heights. I don't know anything about that. By Emily Bronte. Only, only book she ever wrote, Wuthering Heights. Uh-huh. And is that true? It is true. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen the we movie. I've never read the book. I've never seen a show. I've read the book. I wanted to like it a lot more than I did, because it has sort of... Um, there's kind of a, a, a gothic kind of spookiness about it that I always found intriguing, and, and it certainly is in the book, but I guess I, I wanted more of it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. There's an old Batman the Animated Series <laughs> where Catwoman gets captured by somebody living yeah. in, in, by Heathcliff. Heathcliff. The cat. You, Heathcliff the cat. Right. Wow. Brings Catwoman to Wuthering wow. Heights. Batman comes and has to say the uh, Heathcliff yeah. theme song. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's a great theme song. <laughs> You don't know the Heathcliff thing? Oh, I'm, I'm going to post it. I'm oh, going to post great. it on all the books. And then that's, that's the thing we're taking away from this. It is. Not yeah. like Brendan Fraser's best no. scene no. from a movie. All right. I guess it would be George of the Jungle. Give me another. Another, another Brendan book. Fraser? No. Oh, okay. No. All right, man. This is the last book I got. Okay. So I'm going to see if you can... Uh, and it's a short line. Okay. All right? We are at rest five miles behind the front. Hmm. Wait. I think I know that one. Is that, all, is that All Quiet on the Western Front? It's All Quiet on the Western yes. Front. I realized as I read it, to be at rest means to be quiet. Oh. And front huh. is like front. Yeah. Have you read that book? No. I have a copy of it. No, I've I seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie either. Uh, I wanted to read that. I picked it up a couple of times and I kind of started it. I've been like, oh, I've got to read this book. It, but, the book itself? Yeah. It smells pretty good. Got that classic old it, book yeah, smell. Yeah, it's I got that it. classic old book smell. It. 
Which is a good uh, thing because we're surrounded by Which means by it, I'm going to read it in E form. Nice. No, I'm not. Okay. I, I, all right. So you've, you've never seen, read, or anything? I'll no, no, I haven't. No, I just picked Man, it up. Man, we could do a podcast on all the classic books I have not read. Oh, my gosh. Red yeah. Badge of Courage. I know. Last of the Mohicans. I know. It's terrible. I haven't read. I haven't Black read Beauty. Yeah. There's probably more. <laughs> sea Wolf. No, this is a book that I really want to read. Okay. Um, and I picked it up and I read the first couple chapters, but I All had right. too many book club books to do. So, do you think when we do this again, yeah. we should we should stick with classics or we should go a little bit higher? Yeah, maybe we go a little higher. But they still have to be popular books yeah. that we would know. Not right. Like, ha! Here's the snowman. Boys are playing basketball around a telephone pole with a blackboard bolted to it. Backboard, not blackboard. A backboard. Right. Boys are playing basketball around a telephone pole with a backboard bolted to it. Legs, shouts, the scrape and snap of keds on loose alley pebbles seem to catapult their voices high into the moist March air blue above the wires. Rabbit Engstrom, coming up the alley in a business suit, stops and watches, though he's 26 and 6'3". So tall, he seems an unlikely rabbit, but the breadth of white face, the pallor of his blue irises, and a nervous flutter under his brief nose as he stabs a cigarette into his mouth partially explain the nickname, which he was given to him when he was two as a boy. He stands there thinking. The kids keep coming. They Is keep this the first line? No, I read more than that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Did you get it? Uh, it's Rabbit Run. It's Rabbit Run by, by John Updike. Updike. Yeah. I only see that because you just presented the title to me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I would have never guessed that. I don't know I anything said by Updike. Oh, okay. I haven't read Updike. I read um, one, of the, one of the book club books we did uh, last year was Broke Heart Blues by Joyce Carol Oates, which was dedicated to the memory of John Updike and was kind of like in that style. So that, that made me curious to read one, and I've, I've always been interested in Rabbit Run. So that's definitely on my to-read list. All right. Well, I got three. You want to end it with a third one? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to? You I've already read my three. Okay. All right. So this is one that um, I've never, I haven't read it. I was never interested in reading it. First line. And uh, here well, it is. you are not in the first line. It's a collection. It's four books in one. Oh. Ooh. Chapter one. No one had ever seen Catherine Moreland in her infancy. Uh-huh, I already screwed up. No one who had ever seen Catherine Moreland in her infancy would have supposed her born to be a heroine. I like it. I like that first line. Is this Secret Garden? No. Ah. Her situation in life, the character of her father and mother, her own person and disposition were all equally against her. Her father was a clergyman without being neglected or poor and a very respectable man, though though his name was Richard and he had never been handsome. He had a considerable independence besides two good livings, and he was not in the least addicted to locking up his daughters. This is a collection, so is this... Jane Austen? It sure is Jane Austen. All right. This, well, is, this is Northern Abbey. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. You know, I was, um, when I was at the NYLA conference... In, How many in Jane Austen, Austen fans do we have listening that just went crazy? I don't know. <laughs> okay, Let's see. continue. Show Wait. of hands. Jane Austen fans. I was at the NYLA conference in, um, up by, by Saranac there, and I was in the little bookstore in between sessions, and I came across this really cool copy of Northern Abbey, and I just picked it up and read the first like, couple of pages, and I was really hooked. I All really right. wanted to read it. So, cool. That that was one that just got me out of the blue. Hmm. So that'll be a fun one to share. That was the last round of whose first line is it anyway? Yes. Nick, you're our winner. I, I won. Uh, Janice. Oh my gosh. Tell Nick what he won. What did I win? Well, tell Nick, me. You get to go home with a complete discography of Brendan Fraser's films. Wow. That's like that's like four or five movies. It's it's actually like twelve. Oh okay. All right. So. Do, wait. Do I get George of the Jungle two? No. Because he's not in it. No, he's not in but it. But I think he's mentioned. You but don't get I, it. I don't get it. No. Okay. 
No, Bedazzled. You get that. Oh, I've seen Bedazzled. Uh, so, yep. Yeah. Uh, Blast from the Past. I haven't seen Blast from the Past. Well, now you get to. Yeah. Boy, Blast from, I can watch uh, Looney Tunes back in action, yeah. obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, he's in Crash. Uh-huh. The movie Crash. Crash Bandicoot? No. Oh. The, the one about racial tension. Oh, Crash Bandicoot. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Australian <laughs> racial tension. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Wait, is, are those games set in Australia? Are they? Off I have topic. no idea. I've played them before. We, we, no, we just need to be thinking about what films. Uh, oh, you, the films. Got yeah, right. Watches. We should stay on topic yeah. with the films of Brandon yeah. Fraser. You're absolutely right. So, congratulations. Oh, that yeah. uh, Wild, the one about the animals. Fuzzy... Random Hearts with Harrison Ford. Terrible. Fuzzy Vengeance. So boring. Furry Vengeance. Furry Vengeance. Have fun. Yeah, boy, that's rough. I guess you don't get the episodes of Scrubs he was in. Oh, I do love him in Scrubs. There's no, like, the Scrubs collection of Brendan Fraser. Have you ever... Like, I I sometimes, when 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 I'm looking at the classics that we have or I'm doing a display or something, I like, I want to go back and read a bunch of classics. Yeah. Every now and then I do. Do you? Every now and then I fall apart. I... But... (laughs) Sorry, that's your joke. Because I've no, it's okay. I've read a million of the illustrated classics, yeah. so like I know all the stories. You know, like I've read yeah. all those stories in an abridged form with lots of pictures. But I do want to go back and like I, I, ha- I haven't read Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, the full version. Right. And I love. Well, like I the said, illustrated I, classics. I did that with Twenty Thousand Leagues. I did that with uh, Call of the Wild and you White Fang. The, you read the full versions, and I had because I had read the okay. illustrated classics as a kid. And Twenty Thousand Leagues is good. Yeah. Okay. And I I reread. Actually, I listened to. 20,000 Leagues on the Sea. And the narrator was bonkers. Oh, really? When he read about the scientist and talking about science, he was just like, oh, and then electricity. Ah!" (laughs) It's crazy. Um, I'll read Prince and the Popper eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's lots of classics I know I should read. There were classics that even as a kid, though, in illustrated form, I was like, not doing this. (laughs) I tried to read the illustrated classic version of Moby Dick. Oh, I read that. I love that. Didn't do it. No, you didn't like it? No. Talk about a great first line. That one's iconic. Call, Call me Ishmael. Ishmael, right? Yeah. yeah, it took me a second. That's good. Be a great last line too. The, the like he he's de- he's about he's at the sea, lost at sea now, yeah. shipwrecked. He's yeah. gonna die, and he's just like, "Call me Ishmael." Yeah, and scene. That's it. Yep, I love. Goes it. Goes out like a boss. Do we we have some illustrated classics in the collection, right? Yeah, we have we got some cool ones. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. I I always I thought they were a great like gateway into to more reading. Yeah, you know. I, mean, I couldn't I, get enough. I had a bunch. I, I read, a, I read a, a War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. I don't think I did read the War of the Worlds one. I didn't read Ivanhoe. No. Uh, Moby Dick, all the Jules Verne stuff. Oh, yeah. A lot of, a lot of Dickens, like The Tale of Two Cities. Right. Count of Monte Cristo. Huh. Yeah. Um, I, but there, I, I still have read some class. I've read, I mean, I guess they're shorter. Like, I've read uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Oh, Hyde. No, I haven't read that. Dracula, Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. No. So... I do really want to read Dracula. I think maybe this October I'm going to dive in. You don't even like vampires. We just talked about this because it sounds a lot. I know. This is like the origin of like great vampire stories. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't like it. I don't know. My wife got me such a cool version of it. It's one of those Barnes & Noble classics. Maybe you will like it. Yeah, I have 20,000 Leagues that way too. So I just need to do it. All right. Anyway. All right. That was our segment. Yeah, so so, uh, we'd love to hear some of your favorite first lines. Yeah. Books you'd recommend uh, based on their first lines. Send them in. Also, looking ahead, we're going to be doing a spotlight on Robert B. Parker. And as you know, he's one of my favorites. So, regular listeners, yeah. back me up here. When Some, are we doing this? I don't know. Sometime in late February. Whoa. Yeah. Right. Are we not? Well, I've only read two of them. Oh, I guess I'll be gosh. good. I'll read the sequel to uh, yeah. Double in Paradise. Well, we got that YA one, too. 
Yeah, so, so I'll read those. Anyway, so we're going to be doing a Robert B. Parker spotlight, so we'd love to hear from you on that. Uh, books you like, how you feel about the new authors taking over yeah. his series, because all of his series yeah. are continuing, except for Sonny Randall. Yeah. So, Fun new segment coming next thoughts. week. I mean, not really a segment. Yeah, we're going to start it. Yeah. Next week, I'm going to present Nick with a book, and he's going to present I me with a book. I shall do the same. Yeah. And we shall read those books in maybe a month's time yeah. or so, and then we will converge and... So, okay, here's... We here's, need to set some guidelines. Yeah, we do. Right, here's right. the question I have for you. Right. Now, are we trying Page to... Page limit. Are we trying a thousand? To, two thousand? Oh, my gosh. Are we trying to pick books that we think the other will like, or we really want the other to read? Like, if I, I'm going to look through mine, because there's a lot of books that are, like, my favorite books of all time, and I would love for you to read them and hear what you think about it, but I also know a lot of them that I just don't think you didn't like. Hmm. So... Well, I guess it's, <laughs> what do we want to hear from the other person right. at the end? That's true. See, I don't know, because I never know what you're going to like and what you dislike. Yeah. So, all right. So we just take a shot in the dark. Yeah. All right. So next week we'll be presenting these books yeah. to each other. I, we'll I've got some ideas. So I've yeah, decided not to give you any books that you actually already own. Okay. So I'm not giving you Old Man's War. Darn. Because so you I have already, to read that on your own time. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. All right. Uh, library events. Well, I've got my craft class uh, this week. That's the sweater mittens. That's, yes. Uh, Turning Thursday sweaters. the 28th yes. at 4 o'clock. And we're providing the sweaters. Yeah, all materials provided. Uh, Sally, could Sally Murphy's sweaters. teaching it. She's a great teacher. Sally Murphy's little brother, Ben, used to work for me at the Houghton Library. He's down in North Carolina, and he's a regular listener. Oh, so I guess that's a shout-out. Ben, hello. Yeah. I hope you're wearing your minty green shoelaces. That's our second Ben we've shouted out today. That's true. That's Is there a, a third double ben, ben we can talk to? Wait a minute. Our, our musical friend, Ben, also worked for me at the Houghton Library. Crazy. We need a third Ben. I know. We do need a, I don't know a third Benjamin ben. Button? Yeah, Benjamin hey, Button. Hey, Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button, if you're listening. Age like a real person. Seriously. Just stop it. Just yeah. age. Ugh. Anyway, is that a real thing? Did we just offend some people who are aging backwards? Uh, just just Brad, Brad Pitt's agent. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else going on? No. I think that's when it. this I comes mean, out, things, uh, sure. so this Friday, which is January 29th, we're yeah. showing Ant-Man as our oh, after-school right. yeah. movie. So that is at 3.30 in the Nancy Howe Auditorium. Yeah, Michael Douglas. So, again, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, Mikey Douglas. But kids. Mikey D. Yeah. I, I, anyway. Oh, kids yeah, and I, teens are big Michael Douglas fans. Yes, they are. We've all seen yeah. Wall Street. Yeah. Wall yeah. Street 2. Yeah. Oh, look, money never sleeps. Yeah. Neither does Michael Douglas. That's right. In Ant-Man. <laughs> uh, okay. And um, a couple of weeks we'll be starting up our board games. Again, I got some new cool board games. I got this game called Code Names. I think you was going to play. It's a party game. Bunch of uh, you have to pick like three words, right? You have you can only say one word. Okay. And there's all these words lying out, but they have to guess three of them. I see. You need to collect. So you need to come up with one word for those three words. And the thing is, if you pick the wrong color, then you know the other team gets a point. Right. And sometimes you'll get the spy, which means, or the assassin, which means your team just loses. I see. So the entire time you're like, uh, yellow. And then they grab banana and you're like, no, it was lemons. Yeah. Anyway. I bet it's a fun game. Yeah. So we got that in Kings of Tokyo. And right. guess what I got for the library? Tell me. Batman, love letter. <gasps> Batman, money never sleeps? Yeah, Batman, ne- money never sleeps. That's <laughs> wow. our third Batman reference Shia too. LaBeouf. What? Oh, right. Because he was in. <laughs> He's in I money never it. sleeps. Yeah. And so, Indiana Jones in the Kingdom stop. of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> and even Stevens on the Disney Channel. Okay. And right, sorry. Uh, fairly soon, we're starting, actually, like February, we're going to have the books ready. So we'll give actual dates on that, but we'll be starting on war- YA. <laughs> <laughs> that was Charlie Brown's teacher yeah. speaking. <laughs> we're starting our YA for adults yeah. book club with Divergent. Yep. 
So Brown. starring everybody's favorite character, yeah. Divergent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she gets along with everybody else. She yeah. just, she just yeah. goes with the flow. Oh, she's, and, you she's know, such she's, a Divergent. Yeah, yeah. That's not what it's about. No, it's You've not. seen it. Yeah. We've both seen the movie. Yeah, I've seen the movie. But now we both have to read, the books. read the books. got to read the book. Yeah. People like the books. Do they? Yeah. I'm kind of interested to read it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That, that long pause betrayed your true feelings. A- anything else? Uh, again, a reminder, we're, we have moved from our normal feed site, yeah, so, so we're now on SoundCloud. Help spread the word. you got to resubscribe. Spread the word. Yeah. This, is, this one will also still be on our old one, but we're moving. So yeah. if you're hearing this now and you're like, nothing's changed, we're yeah. moving. Yeah. We're on SoundCloud at all the books. Yep. Uh, and on SoundCloud, you can subscribe. Yep. You can share. You can like repost them. You mm-hmm. can like them. You can listen to them. You can download them. Yep. You can download the SoundCloud app and sure stream can. it. Yep. Um, we're on iTunes, all the books with Nick Gunning and Eric Mickles. Yep. So please go to iTunes, subscribe, or uh, I mean, subscribing would be great. Yep. But also, please uh, hand out some ratings and reviews. Yeah. We'd love to see those, and they would definitely help spread the word with that. That's right. Where else are we? Besides all the pop- we're on YouTube we're on again. YouTube. So yeah. all those are there. And you can, if you're local to, to this area, you can catch us Wednesdays at 9 o'clock on the yeah. Angelica Community Radio Station. Yes. So, and again, uh, we're on YouTube. For those who don't really want to listen to us on your phone, just send it to your parents. Yeah. Send it YouTube. to your grandparents. Or, you know, kids, if you're listening to the podcast on YouTube. Yeah. Do you think kids Why do that? Not? Sure. Kids are big into podcasts. Yeah, they so, love it, right? Yeah. All our twelve-year-old listeners. Yeah, twelve-year-old listeners yeah. on YouTube, yeah. just trolling for podcasts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will yeah. see you next week. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.